Hola, hola, everybody. Welcome to episode seven of Shumimasen. I'm your host, guys. And today, instead of a long intro, we'll be skipping straight to the special. Today, we play Dungeons and Digit, I mean, Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeons and Dragons. With our boys, we have Ash, aka Higeraji. We have Max, aka Voice in the Sky, aka our Dungeon Master today. We have Tilla, aka Tilla. And we have Raymond, just Raymond. Um, so, Max, you want to take us away? You're the Dungeon Master. It's all in your hands now. Okay, sure. So, yes. before we begin, um, I would like to request all of you, if you have to, close your eyes, pull yourself into your character. Each sure. of you are now your characters. You are Val, Rin, Pablo, and Bertler. The four of you are a adventuring party that has just done some... Minor quests in your time, the very typical killing of wolves, uh, slaughtering of bandits, capturing of certain criminals, just mm -hmm. the small time stuff, slowly earning your name for yourself in the kingdom of Estafe, which is a mysterious, secretive, dark kingdom to the north of the continent of Telduria. You find yourselves today in this small town of Dantoria in Ferlick County. And you've only been here for about a couple of days. And at this very moment, you have awakened to more or less a new day. But the day in the days in Estefe tend to still be a lot a lot more gloomy than the rest of the world. Yeah. Uh, you find yourself in a tavern sitting at your very uh, the the the, the same table that you've been sitting on for the last two days. Uh, can I have a brief description of what your character looks like and the name of your character? We will start with Vel. Right, hi guys. I am a tiefling, tiefling warlock. I have green eyes, blue skin, white hair, about six foot in height, eighty kgs, twenty five years old. Um, I'm a, my background is a courtier, so I used to work for the Imperial Court, and then I got booted up for personal reasons and joined this party to make, you know, make my way through this world. And that's oh, me, Val. What, what are you wearing, Val? I Sexy. am wearing <laughs> fine clothes, very fine clothes, as you would expect from someone of uh, noble birth. And you have no armor? I believe that I have a leather armor i think i have one okay so you have leather armor yes cool so that's fell uh we will go next to rin uh so i am uh a more a young younger wood elf here on your party uh a little bit taller um estimating like around 180 or something um i have uh some fair chestnutty here um still looking quite fresh um some new some new um my clothes are quite um regal and quite well kept um and on top of that is a, a well kept uh, armor uh leather armor leather. Uh, on my sides uh i have uh, a rapier on, on one of my sides a shield on my back and a longbow as well um yeah that's me Okay, next we'll go to Pablo. Describe yourself, please. Hi, so my name is uh, Pablo Escobold. I'm an outla uh, outlander kobold. So basically, I'm just a miniature dragon. I am about three foot. Um, 
but I'm a big boy in hut um, and I grew up in the wild. Um, the one thing though that differentiates me from other kobolds is my uh, massive sombrero, uh, which is to counter my sensitivity to sunlight. Um, I wear leather armor because it grips my body very nicely. Um, nice. And I also have a short sword, a longbow, and an explorer's pack with a couple of arrows to boot as well. Um, yes. Nice. Okay. And last of all, final person in the party, we have Butler. Hello, everyone. I'm Butler. I'm a turtle, as you can see, or imagine, because we are <laughs> on voice. It's a turtle. Yes, He's yes. a turtle. Yes. <laughs> I am not wearing anything much because, of course, I'm a turtle. I have a big <laughs> shell and a red mask because nice. I actually fight in the Colosseum. Right. And in the Colosseum, they call me the Kame Rider. Mm-hmm. Because Kame is turtle, so Kame Rider. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Good reference. Good reference. <laughs> like that, I, like that. I do not really wear much gear other than my 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 mask and my tur- my big turtle shell. I have a short sword, but as a monk, my fists do the talking. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Okay. So uh, this is our party for today, all four of you. Uh, some minor things that I realized, because previously I didn't realize that Rin had a shield. If Rin has a shield, your AC is 15, so take note of that. Uh, 17, sorry, so take note okay. of that. Yeah, you can cool. change that. So, as you are sitting in this tavern, having your first meal of the day, and just talking and trying to figure out uh, what potentially would be your quest or your objective for the day, you start to hear what sounds like a hustle and bustle of activity outside the tavern a lot more than usual. You start to hear movement, you start to hear sounds of people talking loudly then you start to hear shouts. What do you do? Am I able to discern what the shouts are? You hear shouts of what sounds like the peasants shouting. People shouting in the streets, not so much for help, but just shouts. Right now, all you hear are the sounds of almost... Not so much panic, but confusion. If you want to try to make out specifically what it might be, you can roll a perception check for me. Oh. And that would be a d20 plus whatever your perception modifier is on your character sheet. Perception, perception. So if it's a plus three, you just roll a d20 plus three. I got a 10. Your your perception is a ten. No, no, no. Here, I got I got seven more. plus three. Oh, okay. Are you rolling on the 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 platform itself? Mm-hmm. Yes, I I rolled on the chat. Oh, all right. Okay, I just saw it. Okay, yes. So you roll a ten. So as you try to strain your elven ears, which normally you have pretty good hearing in comparison to most other uh humans, you do not quite make out what the sound is, but now these sounds seem to be rising and from confusion, now there's a mix of panic. You hear peasant peasantry running, you hear sounds of what 
potentially could be the carts being toppled over. Then you hear shouts and screams. It seems whatever's happening outside the tavern seems to be picking up. It seems to be escalating. What else do you guys want to do? You can choose to leave the tavern should you wish and try to investigate. Okay. I want to I want to move closer to the entrance of the tavern um, and then have a peek out, see if we can have a peek outside, maybe open the door half a jar and see what's going on. Okay. What do the rest of you want to do? Val, Rin, and Butler? I choose to stay back and let Oh, Rin sorry, Val, Pablo, and Butler. I choose to stay back and let Rin check it out first. Okay. Butler joins Pablo. Rin. Okay, uh, Butler joins Rin. I will look through the window next to Pablo. Uh, not <laughs> next to Rin. Okay. So Val's the only one that stands backwards. And as you guys look out the window of the tavern, you see now this out on this on this street outside, you do see peasants running in the other direction, away from something, it seems. And just as you watch from the left of the of the street, you see figures that you've never seen in this town before, this town of Dantoria. You mm-hmm. see robed what looked what seems to be cultist-like figures that are running in from the left side of the street. However, they don't seem to be friendly to even each other. And as you see, one of these cultists turns back in shock. And before he can even make a sound, another cultist behind him stabs him right through the gut. But not with a blade, with an arm that seems to be made up of this weird fleshy blade of some sort it almost looks as though there are two groups of cultists attacking each other and as the 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 regular looking cultist falls you see the rest of the peasants scream again there's even more confusion in the air and they all start scattering what do you guys do at this point oh there are some shouts there are some shouts for help even there are some peasants that seem to be just trying to scrambling to get out of the way we... What do you guys think? I talked to the lot of you. What should we do? I think we should we should, we should go and see what's going on. Um, I mean, we we're we're adventurous here, right? Do you want to check with on? the people who are the cultists, or are you saying we should check? We should help the peasants. We should go out and see what's actually going on because we don't. We should investigate. Really or... Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah so, something's afoot outside, and I don't like it. But if there's money to be made, maybe there's exactly. something we can do about I it. I second. That. Okay. <laughs> So, map change. Let's oh, so so go. Look at that. Look at that's that. So dope. That's so dope. Okay, so <laughs> as you look and you see the site before you right now, you notice the whole town, the peasants are running, they're scattering. You do see some of them all the way to your right trying to run away. You do see some peasants at the top with the mayor who seems to be trying to gather them all together and take take cover at wherever whatever is happening right now you do see the cultists are trying to attack whoever is within reach okay let me adjust some things give me a moment okay so we, we see the cultists trying to attack something that you say yes but hang on you say the map is black give me a moment yeah yeah we're not we're not seeing the and all the confusion is so it's so piercing we couldn't see a thing it shouldn't yeah. be black though can you can you can you um oh i know why maybe the light's gone no 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 i know why someone shut the sun out 
Yeah, the turtle can't see in the yes. dark. Can you see now? Uh, yeah. No, I can't. No, no, no. One by one. Yes. One by one. Oh, beautiful! Oh should my we... god, this is so cool. Should we refresh or should we just? No, no, oh, no, no, no. Give me a moment. Give me a moment. Oh, I see what's going on. Give me a moment. There we go. Oops. Now oh, you should all be able to see. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but so, our health things are gone. It's okay. You can do it again. You yeah. see the peasants running to the right and you see some peasants running to the north with the mayor who seems to be trying to get them all into cover then you do see more of the cultists the mutated cultists and now you see some of these cultists don't just have a fleshy blade hand some of them have almost like a an enlarged and gorged eyeball much like the the nemesis creatures in resident evil you do mm. see <laughs> the other cultists they have tentacle arms they just look they do not look human entirely. And now you do see some of the cultists trying to run away. They do wear the same robes, except the cultists that are trying to run away seem to be regular human cultists. And as all of that happens and you stand outside the tavern right now, what do you want to do? Are, are the cultists uh, aggressive towards us? They don't seem to have spotted you yet, but they do seem to be trying to attack anything in sight right now. It is only a matter of time before one of them probably turns to you and charges. I feel like we should, once, right? yeah, so I feel like we should you know, just get ready in case yes. one of them turn against us. I think we should strike first. Do we, should we stick how... together or should we split into teams of two? No, I think we should stick together. Okay. Yeah, um, I agree. We should... We should um... So there's peasants to our, our east. There's there's one there's one there, as mutated as like kind of off to the side. Yep. This one. one oh, this, both, this one both, here. Yeah. Both. Yeah. 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 But if we help that one, we only save peasants. You can see the, help the... You, you can see the nameplate, right? Yeah, yeah. We can. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. In so that we obviously time, the other three could move up towards the mayor. Yeah, I so think we, we need to prioritize the, the mayor. mayor. Yeah, she has the money. We can, to be fair, what we can do is we can go this way, and then up, and the mutated uh, cultists might come towards us, anyways. So we could make the standpoint here, this this platform. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So, uh, what is the plan right now? What do you think, Ray? Are you agree with that, or? Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Are you guys attacking, or are you guys trying to move? We're trying to flank around to this platform. Uh, this one, Max. This one here. Okay. Yeah. I so. Hmm. Okay, how about an idea? Since I, I am I am the big muscular yes, guy, I will take on the cultists and you guys get to the the, the flank there. This one? Yeah. Yes. We don't know how strong the cultists are though. Let, let me strike this guy first while what, they make their way over here from as in, in, in the chaos of everything that's going on as the peasants are fleeing and the cultists are running from each other and attacking each other, you do see the one on the very left right now turns and now he sees you, Rin. And before you before you can react, he charges towards you and you do see this guy has a one of those fleshy blade hands and he's now charging at you. Okay, I hold up my shield and brace and get ready to block the attack. As he comes, comes to okay, him. let's see. So this is the first attack that he tries to charge at you, and as he runs to you with his tentacle blade hand, the tentacle slams against your shield, and you feel the impact of the of the tentacle on your shield, but it doesn't find purchase on your flesh. You are not wounded, but he is now right next to you. I want all of you to roll initiative. 
We are going into combat, the very first combat right now. Uh, any... Your initiative, your initiative has a bonus that you yep. need to add. Don't forget. Yep. Right. Initiative is twenty, is it max? Uh, DM, sorry. D twenty, but yep. the bonus is on your sheet. Three. Yep. Oh. Yep. I got eighteen with bonus. I've got mine is a with bonus. I got four with bonus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Rin, what's yours? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Butler? 13. 13. Val? 11. 11. And Pablo was 4. Was four. Four, four. Okay. Oh four. my god, Pablo, what are you doing? I'm <laughs> <You're> <laughs> still stunned. Pablo, you Hang on. Senor. Senor Pablo. Pablo is letting us down already. Neil, we should have okay. on the team. <laughs> so, uh, as we as the the cultist runs towards Rin and slams his tentacle hand on your shield, which doesn't find purchase on your actual flesh and or your armor, Rin, it is now your turn. Very very top of combat, you do see this mutated cultist slam against your shield with the tentacle arm. What do you want to do? What? How are I, you going to react to this? I want to see if I can like deflect and open up. That um, the the mute, mutated cultists and I want to strike back, um, strike okay. back with my with rapier. Your rapier. Yeah. Okay, can you roll for a rapier attack, please? Is that a one one d one d eight? Yes. No. Um, your accuracy. So it's a d twenty plus the attack bonus to see if it hits first. I got eight plus what's the attack bonus? Plus six. Right. I got plus six. Fourteen. Yes. So wow. fourteen. So fourteen hits. So as you pull, as you pull your shield aside and kind of uh, forcefully push him back with your shield, you do see the cultist staggers backwards, and you pull your rapier forward and you stab him directly in the chest. Can you roll for damage, please? One d eight of piercing. Rin is carrying the team. I hit him with an eight. That's full damage. Okay. Wow. That's it. Uh, that adds your dexterity bonus, though. Uh, how do my dex bonus was four, so twelve. So it's a twelve damage, yeah. So you do twelve damage. So as your rapier finds purchase on the cultist chest, you realize as you pull back the rapier that it is now covered in the very reddish, uh, thick blood of the cultist. But the cultist is so crazed that he doesn't seem concerned with the fact that you just drew blood, and now he charges at you again. You see he's ready and poised to attack again. So as he stands there, uh, getting ready for his turn, we go to the peasants, who are obviously scattering and just trying to run in general. Mm -hmm. So they're just trying to move. Nice. Okay. Okay. So I know the peasants turn. The cultist now, the one right in front of Rin, he tries to pull back again with the tentacle, and now he tries to slam an overhead slam against you. Let's see if that hits. That is a 18. What is your AC, Rin? 17. 17, so that hits you, unfortunately. Yeah. So that's... Does it hit that, him for one? Is that how it works? No, it hits, and you take five points of bludgeoning damage. Oof. As the okay. tentacle slams down overhead, you feel the impact of the tentacle land directly at your shoulder blade, and you feel the entire area start to bruise, and you know that that bruise is gonna hurt tomorrow. <laughs> okay, 
So I need you to also make a strength saving throw. Strength saving throw? Yes. As you realize the tentacle wraps around your neck now and it looks as though the cultist is trying to pull you towards him. I got uh, 11 total. 11. Just oh, barely you... 13. 13. Okay, just barely you managed to shake off the strength of the cultist and the tentacle retracts, unable to pull you towards the cultist. That could have been bad. Ooh. Okay. Okay. The other cultist now runs towards... The other cultist to the right here now runs towards a regular-looking cultist and now tries to slam a tentacle at this cultist as well, which hits, and you do see an impactful blow land straight on the the top of the cultist's skull. And you almost... You, you could swear you almost hear the audible crack of the skull as the tentacle comes smashing down and the, the cultist is driven to his knees onto the ground. Oh, wow. He did. Ooh. He's not dead, but he's still oh, standing. He's, he's just dead. driven. He's just driven to his knees. The other cultist now runs forward again at you, Rin. Okay. With another tentacle arm that tries to slam down. That is, however, a sixteen, which I believe misses. Yes. Yes. I... So as so yeah, so I'm as gonna... a tentacle comes down, sailing, and you see it coming, how are you gonna try to deflect this blow since it misses? Um, well, with the shield again, so the trusty shield blocks that. Since he's coming to my range, door, can I get a reactionary attack on this guy? Or is that uh, no, that, that's if he moves out of your range. Okay, right, right. Yes. Um, so the tentacle comes. Turtle. Yeah, so the tentacle comes sailing down, and you see your shield. You raise up your shield, and you, again, you feel the impact of it on your shield, but you take no damage. The last cultist runs towards the regular one in front of... Oh, wait, actually, no. The last cultist stands there. You see he rears upwards, and there's this strange gurgling sound, and you see he spits acid right at the cultist in front of him, and you hear the sizzle of the cloth and the sizzle of flesh as a cultist uh, before you just screams as the acid ew. tries to capture him and eat him alive, basically. Oh, um, shit. That acid, yes, it does some damage to him. You can't see the health, can you? No. Okay, good, because you're not you're not supposed to. Okay. So, end of that cultist turn. We have Butler. Butler, you see all of this happening. You see two cultists run towards your wood elf friend and attempt to attack her. And you do see the other cultists, the regular looking cultists now, under attack from the mutated ones. What do you do? Well, first of all, Rin, this is what happens when you have a goofy face. Yes. <laughs> all these things Rain. come. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? I don't know what's going this on. Is, but you know, really at least for someone with a goofy face, you sure know how to have your way of a sword. So I'll, <laughs> yes. I'll, and shield. I'll leave you with that. Yeah. And shield. But seeing that my good little um little friends in danger, I will go and support them. So what do you want to do, Butler? So Butler wants to move over here. You can move 30 feet. I will just so move let's... five here. Sure. Sure. And now you're face to face with the mutated cultist before you. Considering that uh, Rin did some damage to this fellow over here, I'm, I'm in range to hit this guy here, right? You can hit both of them in front of you, yeah. I will, since you know it's much easier to take them all out one at a time, I shall yes. attack this one with my honed fists. Okay, so how do you how do you want to punch this guy? 
Oh. I would want to punch this guy. In the dick. So. <laughs> no, okay. no, no, no. I will not punch in the dick because I, I, I fight with honor. Oh, yes. On honor. my mask. What a peasant. Sorry, you <laughs> filthy royal. What do you want to do? So I rush up towards the mutated cultist, which is right in front of our derpy friend, Rin. Yes. And I go with a uppercut to their gut. Okay, uppercut to the gut. Let's roll for the attack, please. D20 plus your attack bonus to see if that hits. So D20 plus 5. So I press, I press roll D20, right? Roll D20 slash roll D20 and then plus 5. 9. So, Ooh. as you try, as you pull your fist back and try to land a gut punch to the mutated cultist, you feel your fist land on the flesh, but it's almost it's almost gelatinous like it's almost jelly like and you don't actually find purchase on flesh unfortunately your attack missed oh, no. is there anything My... else you can do butler uh... <laughs> i don't One. think there's anything else i can do then hide my embarrassment hide in your shelf. <laughs> you're a ninja turtle you can just stay there you don't have to do anything and, and your I, I will stay local. i will stay there you know to <clears throat> And try to hide off my embarrassment, even though everyone around saw how bad my, my fist strike was. Okay, okay. So that was a good attempt. So as Butler stays there now and pull your fist back, and you wonder, like, I've never punched anyone in that way, and it just feels like jelly. That was a why weird is it, feeling. Yeah, why is why is it so soft? Okay, so now we go on to Val. Val, you see all this happening as well. You see the, the cultists go off the rin. You see Butler try to punch. Doesn't seem to find purchase, however. <laughs> what do you want to do, Val? Uh, first, I move myself here behind Rin and Butler. Okay, that would actually get you uh, out of range from this guy. You're moving out of his range. So oh, he gets I can't attack. Oh, no, 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 he, he, he gets of a the free thing. attack. Yes. Okay, okay, I don't move. I don't move. Um, okay. Can I cast a spell? You can. Can I cast Scorching Ray? On? On, well, I have three rays. Can I cast them yes. on this guy, this guy, yep. and this guy? Yeah, okay. So I need three different attack rolls to see if okay. it hits all three of them. So one so by I one, one at a time. 2d6 roll. Two no, no, no. D20 plus your spell attack bonus first. Wait, how do That's I, oh, the so accuracy. I just roll a d20. Okay. So you, yeah. if you if you look at your spell list, you will have a spell attack bonus at the top, which is your accuracy for your spells. So it's a d20 plus that. Three times. Is that, is that spell mod? Is that what it means? Spell mod plus six? Is that what I'm looking at? No. Yes, the plus six. Yes, yes. Okay, yes, that's okay. So D20 plus six, right? D20 plus six, three times. That's oh, your accuracy okay. to see if it hits. Okay, oh. that one hits. Oh. That one doesn't. That one hits. So two rays hit and one misses. So can you describe Val as you cast a spell? What do you do? What do you say? I. How I, do you cast a spell? I feel the contract with the fiend kick to life and feel power enter my body. I feel power entering my fists, uh, my, my fingertips, and I shoot out rays of um, fire. And I okay. throw them like javelins towards um, okay. three of these guys, the totals. Cool. cool. So as you feel the power coalesce at your fingertips and you fire out three 
bright orange rays towards the enemy. You see two of them land on the cultists and now their robes start to burn. They still seem unconcerned with it, but their robes, their robes start to burn. However, on the last one, the cultist ducks out away just as the ray flies past it and it lands on Not the floor it. behind it with an explosion. No effect. However, I need you to roll 2d6 twice for the yep. damage that you did to the two that hit. Roll 2d6. That was four damage, okay. That is absolutely terrible. And it's six okay. Damage. Six damage, okay. So that is still something, still some damage. So they did take damage, and now you do see their robes are starting to catch fire. The one that is right in front of Rin, the one that Rin previously attacked, does seem to be standing on his last legs, which nice. is the one here, basically. Nice. Yes, okay. So nice. next we have uh, Vel, are you staying there or are you moving? I can't move because then he can attack. Okay. I stay. I stay. Okay, you say. So the next one, cultus. This cultus tries to run out of the way. He uses the disengage action, and he moves out. Two, three, four, five. Oh, that's an action. Six. Yeah, but you use your whole action, so you can't attack and stuff. Two, three, four, five, six. Okay, and and this guy at the top. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, now he moves there. So, wow. end of their turn, we have Pablo Escobold. What so, do you want to do, Pablo? We're banking so, on you, Pablo. Hey, no worries, mate. So, this one here is the low health one, right? Yep. Yeah. I, he seems I to use, be quite rough. I use my longbow, and I draw an arrow from my quiver, and I aim straight between his eyes. Okay, can you roll for your attack, please? So, d20 plus your attack bonus. Stupid question. Where do I find my attack bonus? <laughs> Um, it should be on your weapon right next to it. There's like a number right next to it. You know, in your attacks and spellcasting box, it should be named. Yes, the attacks and spellcasting box. Yeah. I wonder if Pablo can shoot over Rin because he's so small. I hopped <laughs> on his shoulders. Oh, wow. Well, there are gaps. There are That's, gaps. Um, the... There are gaps. That's a sight to see. I think long, I like, longbow. Longbow. Right? Yeah, plus, must be dumb. I have plus four on my sheet. So my for you, plus three. for you. Oh, you didn't put your attack bonus on your sheet. I see. You put it as the damage. So you should put the damage, the one d eight, on the damage and type. And your attack bonus uh, is your dexterity plus your proficiency, which is plus three plus two, so it's plus five. Plus five. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. All right. Perfect. Uh, so so d twenty plus five. Then. Oh, yes. Surely you hit. <laughs> No plus five, okay. so seven. Plus, plus five, seven. so seven. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So in the <laughs> in the midst of combat with all the hustle and bustle going on and all the movement going on, you knock an arrow and you let loose, but unfortunately the the whole uh heat of combat has thrown you a little <laughs> bit off balance and your arrow flies off into the distance and you miss the target. Why do I we have this. a cobalt? Why do we have this guy on our team? Dude, it was a sombrero. My bad, my well, bad. Why, why do we have Pablo on yeah. our team? Have you That's tried it. lifting the sombrero up, sir? Sorry, I Pablo, do you, Pablo, do you want to move away? You can move away if you want. No, I Pablo, say find, right there. Find cover at the team. Yeah, okay, so you stay. Stay? Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Okay, so if you're staying on the spot, now we go back to the top of the round. We have Rin. Do it. All right. Do it's it, to you. Do it, Rin. So I can see, I can see the, dam the damaged... Uh, the damage the one that's right in front of you yeah so i, tr I want to try finish him off okay so roll the rapier again d20 plus your bonus your attack bonus 18 uh, that, 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 that definitely hits that so hit. how how are you going to 
attempt to attack him with a Reaper. Describe the attack a little bit. So I want to... So seeing that he's a bit wounded, I want to kind of push him back a little bit and then just bring, this, bring the blade just directly across his um, mid-section, mid-section. Okay, can you roll for your damage, please? Because uh, that hits. So it will be a 1d8, I believe, plus your dexterity modifier. Uh, I did fixed damage on this guy. Okay, so as your rapier, as you thrust your rapier forward again, and now you you find the blade of the rapier uh, having a hole essentially through the gut of the cultist. The cultist still looks at you with the crazed eyes, not realizing what has happened. And in the next second, his eyes close, and the body falls to the ground and crumples. First blood. Well done. Well done, Ray. Yeah. Yeah, you had your first kill. Can I have, can I also? Um, Action, action surge here and yes, try to can action surge. Can I try to trip the um the sky with a trip attack? What, what does that mean? What is action okay. surge? Okay, so action surge basically gives Rin because Rin's a fighter. Uh, it gives Rin as an additional action, so Rin can attack again. Yes, and Rin's Rin. using your trip attack. So trip attack, I believe, is a strength saving throw. Uh. It's okay. It f- yeah, he, must make a strength saving throw. Yeah, 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 he fails the strength saving throw. So now, <laughs> as you use the trip attack, you how describe how you're gonna try to trip him with your weapon. Uh, can can I just like do like a a a, a low a low kick like a a sweeping oh, kick yeah. and then just sure. sweep him with my feet? Sure. Sure. So as you withdraw your rapier from the cultist that is now fallen, you duck down low and Butler, you kind of recognize this stance because you're a monk. And Rin, you use a sweeping kick and before the, the, the cultist, too engrossed with the turtle before him, doesn't notice your kick and now he falls to the ground pro. Okay. So I will that say... means we get advantage on the sky, right? Yes. So I'll say prone is just the boot. I'll give him the boot. So whoever attacks this guy, you roll a d20 twice and take the higher number that you roll. Oh, so yeah. you, have a higher chance, you have a higher chance to attack him. So, wow. end of Rin's turn, the peasants are still running. Yes. They're basically moving out of the map at this point. Because they're running. The mayor is also the taking cover. No! Yep. No, the mayor is trying to take cover. <laughs> okay, so end of the peasant turn, we have the cultist. Now the cultist that is on the ground, uh, before Butler attempts to stand up, he doesn't stand up. So you realize with with one tentacle arm that's flailing on the ground, it is a little bit difficult to push this himself up as uh as as he normally would. And now the other cultist runs towards, uh. Butler now, yes, so here. But uh, he he's whoa. behind on your shell, and now he's going to attempt to use the tentacle to slam against your shell. That is a 16. Does that hit? My armor class is 17. So oh. it doesn't hit. So you do feel Woo! the force of the tentacle blows just slam against your, your, your shell from the back, but uh, it doesn't find purchase on you, obviously, because it's on your shell. It's just a, mild, a little bit of a mild annoyance. <laughs> so the cultist down at the top here again rears back, and you see his jaw opens impossibly wide as he spits the acid in the direction of Butler again. Butler, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Dexterity saving throw. Yes. So that would be a d20? 
Yes, a d20 plus whatever your dexterity saving throw bonus Roll is. Roll d20 plus 4. That is a 21. 21. Oh, okay. So, he's a very big turtle, but he's also a very dexterous turtle. So as the spittle, the acidic spittle comes flying his way, he kind of does like a somersault or something, and it ducks out of the way of the of the acid. Uh, no effect on you. That's so, nice. Well done. Next, I we have Butler. I clap. Quick question: Can I can I ride on your somersault and do a move from there? Yes, you can. You can use the somersault and lead into your action because it is now your turn. So oh, describe yes. what you're gonna do. Fabulous. Yeah, that was what I was planning to do, anyways. Okay. Make my life easier. Where did this okay. cow just come from? <laughs> oh my god! He he, re- he ran from like here. Oh from my like god! Here. Yeah. From... That was caught off guard. <laughs> okay, so Butler. So now it's Butler's turn, riding on that momentum of his. Uh, of the somersault that you ducked out of the way dexterous from. Dexterous yes. somersaulting. Yes. I intend to do a splash. Okay. On the on? cultist that is approaching us. The one here? That, that, that little witty cultist who tried to spit all my nice. Oh, that, that's one here, though. He's like quite oh, far away. That one, right. Oh, I will. Wait, so it was that one who tried to spit at me. Okay. Uh, I will hit the one that's on the floor. There's yes. one that's okay. That's prone, right? Yeah. So it'll just be like what I'm intending to do will be a, a, a somersault that like has like a three sixty spin, and I'll okay. land body first okay. on that guy. Okay, so oh. you're basically trying to body slam him. Okay, roll for yes. your attack with advantage. Okay. So roll two d twenties, take for the two... higher number, then add your your dexterity modifier. Uh, add your add your attack bonus. Sorry. So it's like a slash roll two d twenty plus four. Yes. Get it, sumo. So because of that, one. you take the higher one. No, the you take the nine oh, no. plus four basically. Yeah, plus four. Okay. Yeah. So the nine plus four is a thirteen. Thirteen hits. Can you roll for your damage, please? Oh, you yes. beat them up. Not my arm. So it'll be an unarmed strike. Your right? unarmed strike. Yes, it'll be. It'll be a one d four plus five. Oh, slash oh, roll. <laughs> yeah, I forgot the slash. Yeah. It'll be a nice. six points of damage. Nice. Okay. Can you describe yourself as you body slam this cultist? What do you do? What do you say? It is a sight to behold. Yes, it's a sight <laughs> to behold, indeed. With that with that momentum, I do a 360, 360 spin. Yep. And I shout, Body Slam! And like, you slam, slam on. my whole body onto that yes. little sad guy who's lying on the yes. floor now. And as you slam on him, you hear this this very, very meek grunt as you feel your... As this cultist feels your, the entire impact of this huge turtle basically slam and land on him. Okay. End of your turn, Butler? So I have I have the key over yes. here, so, right? Your your key allows you to use your bonus action as another unarmed strike attack because you're a monk. So if you right. do that, you have another attack that you can follow up with. Right, because I can spend one key point to make two unarmed strikes. Yes, two action, unarmed right? strikes. So actually, you make two additional attacks as a bonus action on the cultist that you are already slamming on, slammed on. Wow. And so so if you use one key point, you just roll your d20 again. I want to use one key point to do a flurry of blows. Yes, for your blows, that is two unarmed strikes. Oh, is so it roll d20? for two attacks. So roll two d twenty plus four, and then roll two d twenty plus four again because it's two attacks. You still have advantage because he's still he's still pro. Oh right, right, right. 
Okay, so the first one is a nine, and the second one is. Oh. The second one is a eighteen. So the first oh one my. unfortunately doesn't hit. As you try to use your your fist to land a blow on his face, he manages to just barely duck out of the way, and your fist meets your your, your fist finds purchase on the granite floor. But then you pull back, and you slam again, and that one finds purchase. Can you roll for your damage, please? So again, another d4 plus 5. Please be a good roll this time. Well then. Oh that my is God. a good roll. That is a good roll. Maximum so damage. you can see well now, Maximum you can see damage. now that Cultis is more, It's defi he's definitely taken some damage. He probably won't take too much, too much more punishment. So is that the end of your turn, Berla? That will be the end of my turn. Okay, end of your turn. Now Val. You can move out of the way now because the cultist that would have taken an attack on you is now dead. Can I move to where Ren is? Ren is, like Ren is right in front of you. Yes, can I? Uh, can you can't use. Here? You can't. You can't stand on the same spot that Ren is, but you can move near them. Can I move next to him, right here? Yes, you can. Okay, I move there and I cast Shatter. Okay, what is the AOE of Shatter? Shatter is a ten foot radius. So I, I'm I'm pretty sure this is ten foot, right? This guy here. That's yes. what I wanted to do. Okay. However, yes, yes. if you attack Shatter, let's say if you do Shatter, oh, yeah, I hit right everyone here, <laughs> you hit everybody else. Ah, uh, that is friendly fire. I see, I see, I see, I see. Okay, never mind. I I call I cast um scorching ray again. Okay. Two on, uh, one on the guy who's fallen down, and two on the guy who's still standing up. Okay. If you use a range attack on a correct on a on an enemy that is on the ground prone, it's actually with disadvantage. So I would suggest oh, that you really? aim it on the guy from afar. Yeah, because it's harder to hit someone on the ground. Okay. Can I, can I go two into this guy and one into this guy? And yes. This? Yes. Of course. Yes, so same as what you did just now. Three mm -hmm. attack rolls for three scorching rays. Yes. So what yes. was it? Again? D D twenty plus six three times. D twenty. Plus six. Come on, give us a good roll. 21. Oy. Nice. Oy. 24. Nice. So the last one, the last one on that guy misses. Yes. yes so you fun. do the same thing. You feel the power coalesce in your fingertips and yes. you fire out the three rays of flame. Can you roll damage for two of the rays, please? So t 2d6, two, two times. One. Actually, you can just roll 4d6. It's the same thing. Because ah, well, it's, it's on the same guy. Yeah. So seven yeah. and nine. Seven and nine, so that is sixteen points of damage. Quite oh, sixteen Land points him. of damage in one hit. That is pretty high. Okay, so call me daddy, boys. <laughs> as your two rays land on the cultist, you don't only see the robes burn away, leaving this hole near the torso. You do actually see now his torso has two chart marks as well, and he Ooh. does look like he's taken quite a heavy hit from the burn. So Val, is there anything else you want to do? I. Does he die, or he's not dead? No, he's not dead, but he's close to. I point and laugh. And okay. that's the end of my turn. Okay. Are you gonna, are you gonna actually laugh for us right now, then? Yeah. <laughs> what okay. an idiot! And then I end my turn. Okay. Nice. So, the, the two cultists now run forward and attempt, now seeing that the cultists have been weakened, they move forward and they attempt to try to attack the cultists, oh, the mutated cultists. Now they come. Uh, yes. That is a... Well, that 
hits but doesn't do much damage. So you do see the cultist pulls up like a small dagger and attempts to drive the dagger to the back of the neck. And he does land a hit, but it isn't that heavy of a hit. So the damage is like mm, kind of low. The other one attempts to run to three, four, five, six. It stops there. Okay, now Pablo Escobar, it is your turn. All right, we back, baby. Oh, Pablo, let's go. Let's Make go, sure you Pablo. hit this time. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Okay, Don't let so the team first, down as you always do. First things first, I I lift off the sombrero from covering my eyes because I was blind. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> was this the weekend cultist or was it this one? I think they're both weekend. Yeah. Maybe. Both, both of them are in front. Sorry. Yeah, they're both they're both there in front. The one that is here has barely taken any damage. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll this guy's hurt two. a lot. This guy is not as much. yes. Okay. Um, they both kind of hurt a lot. If I can't use my long, if if he's he's knocked over, and I use my longbow. It's disadvantage, right? Or... Yes. Yes. Okay. It's harder to hit someone that's on the ground okay. with a range attack. So the range will attack the right. And the... Unless move... you are on a higher ground. Okay, I'm gonna move first. So move one. Okay. Three, four, five. Okay. Nice. Okay. Then I use my longbow again, and I on. aim for and this okay. cultist. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes. So make a attack roll d20 plus your uh, accuracy, which is five, I believe. Nineteen. Uh, that 19. hits. So can yes. you describe oh. yourself as you loose the arrow that hits this cultist? Wow. So I first I I knock an arrow and I shoot it through. Yep. And he morphs his body to dodge the arrow, but it was actually just a tree branch that knocks off the shell of a uh, bit, and then. Secretly, there's another arrow that comes at him and it hits him right ah, in the chest. Okay, okay. So the first decoy arrow, as he tries to duck out of the way of the decoy arrow, you let loose the other arrow that lands squarely on his back. Can you Trick roll shot. for damage, please? Fantastic. Ooh, well tricky boy. Trick shot. <laughs> Cobalt is tricky like that. It's uh, roll D8, I think. 1D8 yeah. plus your dexterity modifier, Fantastic. which is a 3, I believe. Uh, Mash and key. Oh, Pablo. I got a six. It's nice. a six so plus. Nice, so yeah, nice. so six points of damage. However, I believe as a ranger, you do have something that says that you deal an additional one d six damage if they are not at full health. Correct. Yeah, Colossus. Yes. Player. So roll another one d six. Oh, let's go. Let's go, team. Oh, let's go. I mean, Pablo. Oh. Let's go, Pablo. So you do nine Three. points of damage in total. Woo! So. As your arrow, as you shoot the arrow that lands on the back, um, Val and Rin, because you're staring right at the cultist, you do actually see the arrow drives right through the back and actually emerges. The arrow, the tip of the arrow emerges from the front of the chest. And for a moment, the cultist looks still crazed, but in shock, and now he crumples. That yes. cultist is dead. Nice. Wrecked, bitch. Okay, so, Pablo, end of your turn. Is there yeah. anything else you want to do? Okay, end of your turn. Rin, it is back to you. Um. Okay. I wanna. You can't move through people, eh? You you can, to... but if you move through, it would be uh, double the, the 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 distance. So, for example, if you're moving through this square where Val is, it costs ten instead of five. Okay, and so each, each block is and five, right? Each block is five, so it's just double for so then one, one block. two, three, four, five, six. Where I want to move here. Okay, that's fine. That's not out of the range of, of the cultist, so you'll be fine. Yeah. And then from here, I want to... 
Um, yep. Finished. I want to try finish off the guy on the ground. Okay, so with advantage, so you roll 2d20 plus your strength modifier. Your accuracy. No, not your strength uh, modifier, your, accuracy, your attack bonus. Yep, so that my, the higher number, which is 9. I got a 15 total. 15, One 15 five. hits. So can you describe your attack as you try to plunge your weapon down into the cultist on the ground? So I brandished my weapon with a flip, so it's... Oh, the blade is pointing down, and I just try try to drive it through the the cultist that's on the ground. Okay, can you roll for your damage, please? Next, the uh, one one d eight, right? Yes, one d eight plus your dexterity modifier. Uh, so four plus eight damage. Modifier. Eight damage. Eight. Okay, so as you do a quick flourish of your rapier and you stab down onto the cultist. The cultist breathes, take one last sharp intake of breath, and you see his final breath now leaves his mouth. Nice. That cultist is it. Hey, oh, just killed two mobs. What a boss. Oh, classic. Okay. So, Irin, is that I, the end of your turn? Can I, have, can I use my last, last um, square of movement to start moving this way? Yes, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. And I face the other cultists with you face the other cultists. Okay. Nice. That peasant is going to that's the peasant's turn. Peasants are gonna move there. I'm just gonna make them disappear off the map. Bye bye peasants. We save the peasants. Our money. I know. <laughs> well the mayor's still there. Yeah. Oh, as yes. long as the mayor's there, it's worth fighting for. She kinda ducks in a corner. Okay. So peasants are gone. Uh, next we have the mutated cultist. So that last cultist, you see now he starts to very, very violently shake Uh-oh. as though there's something that's trying to emerge from Uh-oh. his body. Oh, no. And you do see what looks to be on his neck, almost like a secondary, a smaller secondary mouth kind of appears on the side of his neck. And both now retch forward and both spit out acid at both the cultists that are still there. Oh, it is almost as though they don't want the cultists to survive. Uh, both hit, unfortunately. And that would be... Okay. So the cultists, you see as the acid hits them, you hear the sizzle and the smell of burning flesh and both of them writhe in agony as they fall to the ground in dissolved flesh and burnt and the smell of burnt human meat. And the, uh, both cultists are down, unfortunately. Oh, Holy no! shit, Okay, Bertler. Keep losing money. Hey, if you think about it, maybe the cultists might attack us again, so it could be for the better. But we need we information from them. <clears throat> there's there's still one cultist alive, and exactly, we'll try yeah. to keep him alive. We, we, we're going to get him. They do seem a bit oh. crazed, though. Mm. So um, uh, yes, but it's your turn. Since I have, I believe I have uh, speed of thirty, so I have like thirty feet of movement, right? Yes, mm-hmm. you do. So I will be approaching this mutated cultist. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five. So I'll be approaching him, Jojo style. Okay. Nice, <laughs> nice. I'll be going from a walk to a run. And I'll be trying to knock his head off by slamming my 
my forearm to it. Yeah, clothesline. Okay, you can give me a clothesline. Okay, good. So can you make an attack? Can you make an attack roll, please? So it's a it's a D twenty. It's a D twenty plus five, I believe, for you. Yes, D twenty plus five. Come on, give me a good one. Oh, oh, non natural twenty. Okay, the non natural twenty. Nobody, nobody rolled a natural twenty yet, which is a crit. But anyway, so as you roll. As you as you run towards him, initially just at a at a brisk walk, and then into a small jog, you stick out your hand and you basically give him a close line across the face. Can you roll your damage, please? So that would be a one d four plus five. Five. No, not five. Three. Three. Yes, three. 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 Yes. So that'll be a roll one d four plus three. Yeah, six. six points of damage. Okay. Nice. So you basically just clothesline him in the face. <laughs> nice. And you see he starts to stagger backwards in the force of the blow. Is there anything else you want to do? Do you want to use another key point? Or do you just want to stay where you are? I think I shall stand my ground. Okay, you'll stand your ground. So end of Butler's turn, Val. Alright. The hero is here. Can I step over the dead people? Yeah, yeah, you can. That one's okay. not an issue. So I, I start moving closer towards Rin and Bertler. Yeah. Two, three, four. I move here. That's four. One, two, three, four. Yeah, I move four. So I move 20 feet. And, I mean, it's been working so well so far. So I will, again, cast Scorching Ray on the last guy. Okay. Do you I have enough that... spell slots for that? Uh wait what what is that? So your spell slots, I believe you only have two spell slots. You uh, use oh yes 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 I do have two. Sorry sorry. Okay that's fine. So uh, yeah. I can use my cantrips though, right? You can use your cantrips, yes. Okay, uh, I will use Eldritch Blast on him. Okay, so Ooh, Eldritch Blast. Eldritch so can Blast. you describe the Eldritch Blast a little bit as you fly as you send your your your, your spell across? As always, can you... as with all warlocks, I extend my hand my my green fell looking hand and a beam of energy just streaks out towards it and smashes the mutated uh, cultist right okay. in the chest. Okay, so D20 plus 6 for accuracy. Oh, baby. Oh. How green are your eyes? Credit, 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 Plus 6. Oh, That's 17. a very high roll. That hits. Okay, can you oh, roll okay. for damage for Eldritch Blast, please? So damage that, for Eldritch Blast, I believe, is 1D10. Yes, roll. 1D10 charisma. 1d10 force damage sorry no charisma oh my god (laughs) so as the Eldritch Blast streaks forward it just it it almost misses and it just yeah it's a glancing hit across the shoulder blade it still does damage just not as much damage as you initially (laughs) expected that is very disappointing okay so Val end of your turn Pablo Escobold there we go, baby. So I move forward. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And once again, how many arrows do I have? Okay, I've got enough arrows. So I I step on the dead body of the cultist to give me a bit of height. Okay. And I, I knock another arrow and I aim for the <laughs> mutated cultist over there. Okay. So roll roll for your accuracy. D twenty plus five. D twenty plus five. <laughs> Make it a good one. Oh. That is a 21. That definitely hits. Roll for your damage, please. Okay, before you roll... Uh, okay, roll for yeah. damage, please. Roll for damage, please. Okay. So it's a D8 and then a D6 because you have Colossus Slayer. Okay. So that's oh. 6 and then Colossus Slayer. 
So it's eight points of damage in total. Okay, can you describe the attack? What does Pablo do to knock to let loose this arrow? So as I'm knocking my arrow and I'm aiming, as I let go, the cultist does a little shiver and makes me miss my arrow, but it bounces off Bertless shell right into the <laughs> arm's fucking shoulder. Okay, nice. nice. I don't really think I need to add any more to that. So, <laughs> as the arrow lands on the shoulder blade, that deals a whopping eight points of damage. And now, that mutated cultist is starting to look rough as well. So, oh, end of yes, Pablo right. Escobar's turn. Rin, it's back to you. Do it. Uh, Do I'm, it just gonna, I'm just going to run forward and attack <laughs> this guy. Okay. How are you going to attack it? What are you going to do? Punch uh, I'm just gonna use use my I'm just gonna um use, use the momentum of my run. I'm just gonna try um, right you just slash harder. Right, okay. This guy. Okay, so rapier hit that is a uh accuracy D twenty plus. I think yours is six. Oh no, I missed. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> you oh my. oh my goodness. As you as you charge forward with the rapier and you attempt to thrust in, you lose your balance on a loose pebble that's on the ground and you kind of you kind of <laughs> slip a little bit and your and your oh rapier goes wild and you stab the air right next to the cultist and your attack misses nice try my dude okay worse. so beginner's luck is over yeah <laughs> and of rin's turn we have the cultist now the cultist tries the to you see the cult, the, the second mouth on the cultist now spits acid towards the other regular cultist in the distance while his tentacle arm flails to the side and tries to slap Butler in the face. Oh god. So the spittle hits the cultist. The damage, uh, you do see now that cultist starts screaming as well as his body starts to dissolve in ah. acid. Oh, sure. Butler! The tentacle flies towards you, slapping you in the face. That is a 22 <laughs> to hit. Oh, oh my god. Yes, that, that definitely hits. Okay, so but, the 22 hits you. Yes. But that that is... Would that be considered a... That's not a ranged weapon attack, right? No, no, no. That's not a ranged weapon attack. That's definitely I, melee. I can't use a de deflect missile on this, right? No, no, no. That's not a missile. Okay, okay so you take... Four points of bludgeoning damage as the tentacle slaps you in the face. So shall okay. change my number here to 22? Yes, so end of the cultist turn. Now, Butler, you just got slapped in the face with the tentacle. What do you want to do? It's your just... turn. So, Butler is kind of pissed right now, getting slapped in the face with a tentacle. Can I grab the tentacle? Uh, depends on what you want to do. Squishy. It depends on what I what I roll first, right? Yeah. What What are you trying to do? You're trying to take the tentacle and I want to try to grab the tentacle and suplex. Okay. The okay. Sure. <laughs> but sure, it depends sure. on what I roll first. Yes, it depends. You have to roll for it first. Yes. So that would be a one d twenty plus. Uh, was it again? Believe What's my bonus? I believe it was a five. Right. Yes. So smash roll. One, give me a good one. It is a okay. 21. That definitely hits. Oh, so nice. you 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 pull on the tentacle. You grab hold of the tentacle. Can you describe the suplex for me, please? So I I pulled the same tentacle that pissed me yes. off by slapping me in my gorgeous turtley face. Yes. Which kind of leave a scratch, like a little stain on my mask. Yes. I'm very particular about the stain on my mask. 
<laughs> so I, I pull I pull the tentacle, grabbing close. I lock both of his hands under my armpits, and I fling him over my head. Okay, That's can you it. roll for damage, please? Suplex. So it's like a tiger suplex. It's the correct. Yes, can you roll for damage, please? <laughs> I shall roll a d4 plus 3. Yeah. That would be a 6. Okay. So as you as you basically fling, you you yeet the cultist up into the air. <laughs> as the cultist flies up and you watch as he slams down onto the onto the concrete ground next to you and you notice by now his body is kind of twisted and it and he's clearly in pain and he looks at you with that one crazed eye one last time before he breathes his last that Ooh. cultist is dead. And now we and I, now and before I end we, my turn, I will spit on the on the cultist's face. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and now we have ended the combat for this <laughs> session. <Ooh>. So <laughs> you you see as the battle ends and the silence descends upon the courtyard once more, you start to see some of the peasants from afar kind of look almost curiously and, and also horrif horrified at the sight that they've just seen of people dying to acid burns and, 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 and burnt flesh. And they just do not dare to approach. Uh, the only person that seems to be slowly moving towards you is the mayor right now, but she is also really cautiously moving towards you. What do you guys want to do? I want to move towards her. Are you guys with okay. me? Yeah, huddle up. Okay. You have seen you have seen the mayor a few times before, but only from afar. You've never really spoken to her in person. This is probably your first time that you do. So what do you want to do? What do you want to say to her as you move we towards should, we this? Should, we should huddle up here. Okay. okay. Let's go. I want I wanna before before I go up, I wanna see if I can um I wanna investigate the the closest dead body and see if I know anything about if I can okay. find anything or know anything make about an, what's happening. Make an investigation check. Uh investigation. Oh, actually, yeah, I have all those things, eh? I just have a plus one. But sure. look. So D20 plus one then. Oh <laughs> I don't <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh <laughs> Searching the bodies is a simple affair, but you do not see anything that seems to be of note of any special uh, things. However, uh, quickly going through the other, the regular cultists that are around, you do see that they do have three very plain daggers. So if you want to keep those daggers, you can. Um, but there is nothing that seems to suggest what caused this or who these cultists are on the body okay. itself, at least. Yeah. So it's just three so plain just... daggers, basically. Okay. Cool, cool. I'll add that. Yes. Can I so the... Sorry, can I search the area for arrows as well? Pick back your arrows? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I don't I don't actually require you to count your arrows anyway, so it's fine. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Okay, lovely. Okay, so <laughs> the, the, the mayor approaches you cautiously, looking at all the bodies that are still on the ground, some of them still having the acid burns. And she goes, thank you for that. Don't think we would have made it if you hadn't stepped in. You wouldn't have made it if we didn't step in. You definitely wouldn't have made it if we didn't step in. What what do you know of these cultists? We we don't know 
anything really, but we did see that they came from the abandoned manor up on the hill. And you do know that this town has a kind of like the ruins of the first floor of the of, of a very old manor on a hill nearby. And she kind of glances towards that direction, which you know is on to, to the left, basically, where the cultists came from. She kind of looks horrified as she looks at the cultists on the robes with the robes and everything and she and she kind of looks to each of them individually before turning back to you guys and going i didn't even really know there was a cult in the in town really this is the she, first time you were attacked it's the first time that we ever seen them and this is the first time we've ever seen them and they attacked each other does she seem and to be hiding anything fits make an inside check uh how do i do that so it's a d20 plus whatever your insight bonus is my insight bonus where's my insight insight is it's on your skill three, so yes d, so i do that d20 d20 plus, plus insight yes so plus three d20 plus three that's yes. five that's not five <laughs> so she does seem to genuinely be confused and horrified at what just happened so you as far as you know she doesn't seem to be hiding anything she does look to be deep in thought as she continues her next uh, train of thought. And she goes, I didn't expect there to be an actual cult in town, but we have had disappearances in town. We have had people missing and we've never quite been able to figure out where or how. And But almost as an afterthought, she adds, but this is Estefay we're talking about. Stuff like that happens a lot. What do you mean, stuff like that happens a lot? Well, Estefe is not the safest of kingdoms. It is not the brightest of kingdoms, shall we say. And you've been here a while, you would know. Yes, I understand now. I thought you mean there's cultures running around a lot, even though you said there weren't any. I'm... Not in this town, at least not till today. I didn't realize there was a cult right underneath our noses. Do you recognize she, she, she continues thinking for more, and she she looks as you asked that she looks at the cultists. She kind of tries to move towards the mutated cultists a little bit and keep at the face. And she goes, "No, I don't actually. They're not part of our town. At least not these people." Mm. You know, oh, can, sorry, I, can, I ask the mayor, can I ask the mayor? Like, do you know? What are the age groups or like the genders of the missing people? Or have they just been like anyone and everyone? Well, this town has had its fair share of Asima citizens. And Asima, you guys know, is essentially a race which is half human and half angel, which is opposite from what Vel is, basically. Oh, yep. I hate that. Yep. And the mayor goes, it's mostly the Asma citizens that seem to have been taken. Our own cleric of our town, uh, Helrim, he he went missing a few days ago too. Probably the most significant missing persons that we have. Missing mm. for a few days. He's been missing okay. for about about almost a week now, actually. Is there anyone that was close to Helrim that we can speak to if we need to? He disappeared. He doesn't have any family in this town and he runs the town church, but he disappeared over, overnight. And the next day, before we all knew it, he wasn't in church anymore. She again looks to the ruins of the manor and she goes, 
if they came from there, then there might be some sort of hideout that they have there. But most of the townsfolk avoid the manor because we believe it to be haunted. On a second thought now, it might not be haunted and it might just be a cult hideout of some sort. Has anyone lived in that manor before? A long time ago. Years ago, decades ago even, which is why the manor is only a ruined, ruined manor right now. They they used to be the ruins of they they used to be the manor of the ruling family of right. the town of Jantoria, but that was that was decades ago. We don't we don't have a ruling family now, obviously. Okay. Do you have any blueprints of the manor? <sighs> we might be able to find something, but even then, those blueprints are really old. Right. It might have changed she, the layout inside during she think, all these years. Yeah, and she thinks for a moment and she looks at all of you up and down, sizing you up and seeing how armed mm-hmm. you are. And she goes, if there really is some cult activity going on in, in, in the manor, I would pay adventurers such as yourself to clear it out and to find right. out what happened. When how do much? we start? <laughs> she thinks for a moment and she goes, how does 150 gold per person sound? Two hundred. Make a persuasion check. Alright. Is that all you're is that all you're gonna say to try and persuade her or are you gonna say something? Oh else no, to try oh and... right, yes, yeah. Sorry, I'm playing this like a fucking video game. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Guys, guys, sure, guys, we're gonna sure. think about this. We're gonna discuss about this. Okay, sure. Hey, my, my right, let's talk about huddle, it. Huddle, huddle. Yeah, okay. Huddle, so, huddle. hundred and fifty is way too little uh to move up onto an unknown mansion that has cultists that just took us you know, a lot of fighting to kill. Uh, if we assume there's four here, there's probably a lot more there. I, I would not move for that money. What What did they give us, like, potions or some benefits? Oh, equipment. Equipment. I don't think this town has any equipment we could <laughs> use, but sure, yes. I, we, she needs to sweeten the pot, is what I'm yes, saying. Yes, that I agree. We need a little bit, little bit extra just to... All right, so we can ask her what else, if, if she can't do 200, what else can she add in? I think, in fact, two, two, two okay, yeah, 200 each, um, I'm happy for, uh, but... Is it 200 gold? Isn't gold 200 a lot? gold, yeah, 200 gold. No, we Isn't that quite, gold. is that a lot? Uh, pretty Just a decent amount for adventurers for adventuring quests is pretty decent amount. Usually, uh, for adventurers such as yourself, quests would give you maybe fifty to a hundred gold. So the fact that she's giving hundred fifty is really a little higher. Shows that she's really concerned with the cult cult activities. Oh. but you can try to increase it to two hundred. She's really one, concerned. Yeah. <laughs> we should yeah. for more, shouldn't we? You can try. You can try. I think, like, uh, even if, if, if we're going to take the job anyway, we might as well just make it as beneficial to us as possible. Well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, think, I, I, think, I think a thousand between us should be fine. Then we should push for 250. That's what you I can do. try. And then I can. But, I, but, I, I, will, I will speak. And yes, what are you going to say? Persuasion, right? All right. Yes, which, are, which one of us which one is the most persuasive among the four? I believe it is Val, actually. I think it's Val. Because he's right, a Val. charisma caster. Hey, well, hey, use, use your, your Swoonish charm. I say hey, yeah. baby. No, I don't say hey, baby. <laughs> your roguish charm. I, can I cast on her? Like, is that What do you want to cast? Wait, well, if I cast, can I still... If I cast charm person, would that help me? 
Uh, you can cast charm person, but you have but to be she's aware friendly that once. To me, right? so yes, no but you point. also have to be aware that once charm person is, uh, it fades. Once the spell fades, they know that you cast it on them. Oh, never mind. Yeah, Actually, I don't really care if she knows, but no, I don't want. I want to be paid in full and not have bad blood. Yeah, not get cucked later. Yet, yeah, I don't want to get cucked. Um, I lean forward and I look her right in the eye and I say, "Surely you know." That if we walk away right now, no one will come and take our place. There was four cultists right now, and three did normal cultists, and four mutated ones that attacked. Think about how much damage they could do to your town. And for that amount of damage, we will not take less than 250 each. A thousand gold is our asking price. Otherwise, we walk to the next town. Make a persuasion check. Is that D20? That's a D20 plus your persuasion. Oh, boys, boys. Come on, boys. I, just Come on, us. I just haven't lost us a lot of money. But... <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, I believe, I believe. All right, D20 plus six, right? My persuasion is six. Yeah, there's persuasion, right? Yeah, D20 yes. plus... Oh, wait, sorry, D20. Hey, it's 22. Is that good? Is that good? Yes. Okay, so she considers your your offer for a moment and you see she's deep in thought and she and her eyes glance to the cultists, all the cultists, whether mutated or not, that are now strewn across this street. Fine. A thousand gold for all of you then. There we go. Now we're in business. I okay. right. What? Before we... I, yeah. Sorry. I, I, I want to... If if there is indeed a huge cult activity below the manor, I want you to clear out the cult activity, and I also want you to try and find out what happened. Because and she gestures to the the two different kinds of cultists, cultists fighting each other, especially when one is mutated and one isn't, doesn't seem normal to me. Fine. True. Are we all in agreement? Yeah. Something's not right, and we should get down to the bottom of this, especially now that we are being paid. Yes, yes, I agree. It's, so it's 250 it's, gold per person? Yes, 250 yep. gold per person. Yes. Uh, Is there anything else you want to ask? Because otherwise you can actually head out immediately. To the I, I want to... So we've already asked her what she knows about the matter. Um, Basically. We, par- we don't really need a map because it'll be outdated. Um, I want to... You want to check will, out the church? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I want to. I want to ask her where the um the the person who was taken away last the the cleric the cleric yeah, um where his house and his I guess office slash church is before we okay him. so, uh, I don't have the church map, but it's fine. She points you in the direction of the church, which is this very humble-sized church close to the center of the town. And you can see that while there isn't the head cleric, which is the Asima that went missing, while he's not around, there are still uh, citizens and townsfolk that are in the church giving prayer. There is a statue of a a female-looking figure right at the front of the church, but there's just no cleric leading the sermons and, and the prayer. Okay. What about his house? Is Can you point us in the direction of his house as well? Or where he lived? Or did he live in the church? Uh, according to the according to the mayor, he seemed to spend most of his time in the church, and there is a there, there's supposed to be like a small kind of like a bedroom slash living quarters in the church itself. 
but uh, as you as you go into the church, you do see that this room, the door that supposedly leads to this room, is currently locked, and there's no way to go through. You can still try. Can oh, they, can we break the door down? I don't you think can, but there are townsfolk that are well, in. Maybe the we shouldn't. Kinda, they, 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 they're kind of looking at you right now. I don't really want to step into a church anyway. Is there anyone in the church right now that seems to be taking charge, or not, no, no, no? It knows. seems like most of the townsfolk are just here to do to kind of conduct their own prayers now that the, the cleric is gone. There is a very subdued atmosphere in general in the town, especially after the attack, and it seems like most of the townsfolk are resigned to their their fate or just unsure of what to do. And this is, in general, a rather common kind of behavior for the citizens of Estefe because Estefe again, is a pretty dark kingdom in general. Mm. Okay. Yep. Is there anywhere we can... Do we need to stock up on anything before we head out? That's up to you guys. I feel like we should take a rest because I, I got, I got yeah, a scratch You I can... in the face. You can take a long rest and only hit for the for the mana the next day. And if you do that, then obviously you will be starting the the mana investigation on a fresh note at full health and everything. You yes, can that do that. That's what I would like. Yeah. So you I can spend the rest of the day trying to plan, trying to check supplies and resources, and then finally you can make your way to the mana at the end of the day or at the start of the next day. It is possible. Surely. Is there, is there any shops for any potions or anything in the, this, in the town? This is a very small town, so they do not have potions, but they do have the very typical adventuring supplies. So they do have stuff like medicinal kits, they do have rope, they do have adventuring gear, but Ooh. they do not have the more magical kind of equipment such as potions or, or magical armor or magical weapons. They do not have that. That's but fine. they will have uh, medicinal kits which can help in trying to heal someone if they get damaged in combat. How much is a med kit? Where where can I can we head to the store, please? Yeah, so there's a general store. Uh, hang on, and the and the medicinal a healer's kit, medicinal kit, usually costs you twenty five gold. Fuck! <laughs> God damn, twenty five gold! You fucking yeah. guys, I'm not healing anyone. <laughs> is it is it a one use thing? Sorry, is it a one use? The medicinal kit? Uh, no, you have ten uses. So oh. it's 10 users for 25 gold, okay. not just one use. I don't even have yeah, 25 but, gold, so I but, don't know. But before you, use, before you use the medicine kit, you will need to roll a medicine check. Uh, um, yeah, no, that's fine. I, I, well, I can buy it anyway, so. Uh, no. Is there any... Um, you said there was rope, right? Yeah, there's rope, but rope is cheap. Rope is like I don't have any copper, rope. copper pieces. Maybe I'll buy, buy one of the medicine kits. Oh, medicinal kits. Okay, it's good having a nobleman on our team. I will buy one because <laughs> I I'm in the thick of the battle. I might get slapped in the face again. I well, you could it's... share it because it's ten yeah. uses. It's ten uses. Can you yeah. use it in the middle of battle? I thought it was like an after battle kind of thing. It's more of a well, you can use it in the middle of battle, but it will you it will cost your entire action. Oh, and oh, okay. it won't heal a lot. So usually, what people do is they use it only after the battle to try and nurse some wounds. Yeah. If I you want I... the rope, the rope is uh just one gold for fifty feet of rope. Yeah, I... I'll, I'll get some. I'll get fifty feet of rope. I'll carry fifty feet of rope with That's me. That's fifty never feet of rope. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Never know when you need. Do they happen to have a chair lying around that I can purchase? A chair? 
a chair for like a weapon, like a wooden yeah. chair or like a wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'll I'll say they have like a sturdy wooden chair, and if you wanted to purchase that, it would be for five silver. How okay, is chair I'll... cheaper than my rope? <laughs> yes, rope. I, I I strangle. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. <laughs> think about it. Like think about it, Val. Like a piece of a piece of wooden chair is just one piece. A rope, you gotta string it together. So, fair enough. Fair enough. So it's five silver rope. if you want your chair. Yeah, that's crazy. Look, there's line of sight for this shit. I I, I will is, hold. Yeah. I will hold. Can line of sight what? shit. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, that's that's because I set it all up. That's why. It's so cool. Yeah. Okay. No idea so how cool it is. So yes, <laughs> if your purchase is all done, if everything you want to buy is done, we can turn in for uh the night. And then we will move on to the manor the very next day to try and investigate right. what the fuck's going on. Okay. Time for beers and hookers, boys. Hello, everyone. Thank you for watching the first part of our D&D one-shot. It's your boy, guys. Just wanting to say that what is going to be happening is because this D&D session is so big, as all D&D sessions are, we're going to be splitting up into three different parts. Each part will be uploaded weekly, so you can expect the next part next week. In the next part, we basically start to approach the manor, we start to explore it, we start to do manor exploration stuff, and it's really exciting. Uh, this was very much an intro to set the scene, to kind of tell the story of where we start off, to to define our playstyles, basically. And so we hope to see you in the next week. Again, thank you so much for listening. Hit us up on our social medias. All details are on anchor.fm slash shumimasen. And we'll see you next week.